All the LGBT news you can handle and a little bit more. Gay Weekly Roundtable starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Welcome, everyone, to Gay Weekly Roundtable. We're here to celebrate a lot of TV shows today. I'm happy to say I'm your host, Adam Salandra. You can find me on social media at Adam Salandra, my dancing queen to my left. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm your host, Tony Moore, and you can find me on all social media platforms at Lounger with Tony or my website, loungerwithtony.com. I'm Yael Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yael Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I'm keeping an eye on the chat. Uh, if the internet stays working, yes, then I will keep an eye on it. technology. Yeah. So jump on that. And we have a very special guest today. Yay! A brother of AfterBuzz. Hosts his own show here called LGBTQ&A. <laughs> Or sister, <laughs> among many other things, which we'll talk about. Jeff Masters, Yay! folks. Thank you, Jeff. Joining Hi. us at the yes. table today. Guys, welcome. Or Thank Jeff, you. welcome. Guys, hello. Yeah. As an ally, again. I'm so happy to be here. Yes. <laughs> You're our first yes. ally, our I first uh, heterosexual, so that's very exciting. So pleased to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you, to have you tried it. What are you talking about? <laughs> so adorable. When? What? This is like Where? your Instagram I'm not, stories. I'm not publicly out. Please. Oh my God, my Instagram. Oh, girl. What? I can't. My I, new I thing. never know ooh, when you're ooh, joking. Ooh, ooh. Is you this? Well, not publicly out and then ended that with, ooh, girl. Yeah. What? So, so my new favorite thing to do that I don't remember is that I get wasted and <laughs> do Instagram stories. Is that what this is? Yeah. Okay. So last this morning I found Instagram stories. It was three selfies, and the first one said something about like going on a killing spree and killing my roommates. Oh my God. The second one said, "Just kidding, it's so hard to clean up all the blood." <laughs> yeah. The third one said something about like I'm lonely, and need more attention. Oh, I lo- I'm gonna be following. So you one of those that's a good plug. One actually, those yeah. <laughs> wow. you can wow. choose your Instagram stories. You do all these things. And I go. I don't. I don't know if this is real or not. I don't know what he thought. <laughs> keep always them guessing. Real. Always keep. These them are guessing. alternative facts. I did kill my. <laughs> yeah. Not, These are, those are the times we're living in. Yeah. Well, I've done. People would be like, "Oh, I loved your snap story from last night," and I was like, "What?" And I would look, and ooh, I on, on Halloween there was a story, but oh I didn't remember gosh. a snippet of it. I didn't even wake up to check it because I didn't know it existed. Well, good thing for snap stories. Yeah, I think we Thank are God in the they great time that like. <laughs> I don't remember what I did. Oh, good. This will disappear. Oh, in an yeah. Hour. yeah. Well, true. Yeah. Well, I don't post do shirtless they... pictures like other gay men. Uh, I'm not throwing shade. But, no, but, yes, my, but, my, but my Instagram story, I like post the sluttiest things ever because yes. it disappears in 24 hours. And I, I love it. See, so I'm much. even, I'm like, Snapchat can be for not even that. Now my mom follows me on Snapchat. It's all over. There's no escape. It is what it is. <laughs> I post <laughs> nothing of that. I can't be scantily clad at all because. I'm of a plus size woman. Oh, I bet you could. I bet you get the right angle. I'm sorry. Something wrong with plus size women? From one plus size woman to another, no, but I have. I can't be like all on the Instagram with girl, all my business. Girl, out. have you seen my? Instagram? I was gonna say I would go to ALT and am, see how it's yeah, done. It makes I, me. It makes me nervous. I am a plus size woman who is in her skivvies on mm. Instagram, but I'm I have obsessed. a very strict. Are you looking rule. back at it? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, my best part's in the front. What is uh, your rule? Yeah, what is so the rule? So I have a very strict rule. I won't post anything that I wouldn't want my parents to see. Yeah. Um, that said, there are pictures of me in my underwear on the internet. And my mom, so for um, New Year's, everyone did their best six. And I went, no, screw that. I want just my cleavage six. Oh, I'm or glad nine, you did. Yeah, whatever it's definitely it nine, but. What? I don't know math. So I made these photos and I posted them. My mom was like, these are great photos. And I was like, mom, <laughs> did you notice what they had in common? She goes, yeah, yeah, your boobs are everywhere. Great photos. And she's like, though. I know you, but yeah. I'm also saying these were very artistically right. shot. Thank yeah. you. So I worked for real you. hard. Great. Uh, <laughs> did you, did anyone go to the Women's March Absolutely. this weekend? Of course. Okay. It was the social event of the season. Don't I know it? And I had to miss it. And thank God you guys are here to tell me Oh my gosh, so it's it. like this side didn't yeah. go and this side mm-hmm. went. And we're against it, so tell us why you think <laughs> it was a good idea. Um, Obviously kidding. So I... God, I was very happy to be there. Yeah. It felt so supportive. And I know in L.A. we had a lot of great um, signs covering all of the issues because it wasn't just about women's issues. It was about LGBT issues. It was immigration issues. It was Black Lives Matter. It was Everything was there. Yeah. And I felt like we were all representing. And I know a lot of people in other parts of the world uh, and other parts of the U.S. did not feel that and felt that there was a lot of it being just straight white women and at least in LA, I did not feel that. No, and, definitely not in LA. Yeah. And there was uh, there was a tweet that was going viral that was like, just so you know, there's a lot of stuff about like you know uh, genitalia and like talking about women biologically and all of this stuff. And uh, and we support our trans sisters. And I went, well, duh. Right. Like I don't I don't know that that needed to be said as though like as though I don't support my trans they're they're my sisters right the thing is the people going there do like it's almost like you're all there like it's a given but other people on the outside felt I I thought it was interesting the debate about um, pro-choice pro-life women Mm. feeling left out right which was their choice to decide okay that's my feeling on it or not but Mm -hmm. that was a part of Obviously, what you're fighting for is that yeah. freedom of your own body. Mr. Henry in the chat says, I went to the Women's March in Copenhagen in solidarity with the U.S. Nice. You did? I loved it. That was one of yes. the coolest things that got me was, first of all, I didn't know it was happening outside of the country. I didn't mm-hmm. either. I loved seeing little towns. I saw, I forget the towns, so I'll just say Alabama. Sorry if it wasn't. <laughs> but they were like, we're not all rednecks here. Mm-hmm. We're marching too. Loved it. I yeah. agree. The small towns that marched with 60 women and yes. men and other people, like, it was incredible. I think, uh, who uh, who's the tapestry singer? Uh, Carol... Carol Kane. Thank you. She, was, I think, was in a Connecticut town, and it was yeah. like 60 people and Carol, and I was like, thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. A, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. It, they, it really, I was kind of sad. I was so happy, but really wanted to be there, especially the more I would yeah. see it. I have to tell you, too, it was the most positive and lovely crowd mm-hmm. I've ever been a part of. And For y'all us, were jammed in there. Yeah. 750,000 people. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Merging onto the highway in our Uber, because we Ubered down there, because yes. public transportation, the metros would not stop for us because they were yeah. so full. So we had an Uber. Yeah. I was on the, it was free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, but we were like farther down. So yeah. like merging on the highway, this car saw that our car was full of protesters going to march and they were like, oh my God, go ahead of us, please. Oh, I love and we it. waved and then like they were in front of us at the light and like waved back and like everyone was just so happy. Yeah. It's amazing. It was really awesome to be, you're so crowded and if you needed to get to the right or like get around someone or, or whatever, you just, excuse me, oh yeah, of course. It was the most polite people have ever been in traffic in LA. I heard that people were like, oh getting nervous because they were so like sardine but then if someone was really about to like oh I'm gonna pass out people parted the ways mm-hmm. and helped them through 
and sisters doing it for themselves, no arrests yeah. anywhere, which I would think people would try and prod someone. How many people? Mm-hmm. 750,000? Yeah, in LA. Zero, in LA only. Mm-hmm. No arrests. That's remarkable. It's the police were so nice here. That's great. I was, I was, I, at noon, we had made it to like where the stages were and I was starving and I'd been up since six. So I was like, I'm done. I'm, yeah. I need a nap. So I was trying to find a way out and this cop lady was like, um, you can't go through this way. You have to go that way. And I was like, okay, do you know what street is open so I can catch an Uber? And she was like, I don't. And she like asked the other cops like in the middle of a protest. That's awesome. I was like, that's so nice of you not to be yelling at me. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, what I've noticed is that um, some people didn't quite understand the purpose mm-hmm. of the march. Yes. Um, <laughs> yep. Does anyone want to clarify the purpose? I mean, are you of saying though people were asking what the purpose was, or they had the wrong idea about both? It? I think I think it, there were both. So I saw some posts going around, and you know, even even I sometimes were, was like. I'm not sure what we're marching for. I know what we're marching for, but because there's so many people... Right. if there's a that specific like, thing. Yeah. Um, so, does anyone want to clarify for those who well, may... I, didn't, I didn't attend, but... So, uh, I'll say I, I read a lot of great articles of people explaining, mm-hmm. um, and I think some things that need to be clarified is that it was not an, it was not an anti-Trump uh, protest. Mm-hmm. It was a women's march um, to to support each other, to show solidarity, um, and to fight for our rights. Uh, So be that, um, you know, trans bathroom rights or um, marriage rights or women's health care rights. It was a way to go, you know, our president the day before said, I'm giving the power back to the people. Mm -hmm. It was a way for the people to all get together and go, great, here's what we want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, and then he was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Right. But that's another and story. Because with that, I almost, I think that it started out as like a women's march and for women's mm-hmm. rights. And I think that as everyone came out to support, it then turned into just like we the people yep. march. And so, and everyone kind of voiced their opinions. And that's what I liked and mm-hmm. enjoyed seeing was that, you know, there was, you know, women's rights there were gay rights there were there were all these just collective of people mm-hmm. fighting for something and i think that's okay because it's it's women and as a man i was there showing solidarity for women but women have many interests including mm. reproductive rights including mm-hmm. um, gay marriage like mm-hmm. and so i think that's totally okay to be having signs that advocate for those things yes, yes. Yeah. and it's time that we come together all right. the little groups i d- yes. it felt in photos to me uh, very white and I, I don't know if those were just the photos I was seeing but I was bummed to see that just because I thought it was a great opportunity right. for, for us to, to join together. But so there were a lot of um, there were a lot of great signs a yeah. lot of diverse <laughs> lot of signs, signs. Um, I, I know that people felt, a lot of people felt like it was very white um, I I would say a few things. One um, it may look white but there are people who are mixed. There are people who, um, you know, are of different ethnicities that we just assume people that pass. Sure. You know, um, but also I saw a lot of Black Lives Matter signs Good. in L.A., um, a lot of people talking about immigration, because these are all issues that matter to all of us. And it was, of course, open to anyone yes. of any race. That's just how, yeah. how it ended up. Of course. 
Well, there is already more marches being planned, mm-hmm. and one of them, a gay march. I don't know the yes. exact it, name of it. I heard it's supposed to be in D.C. during their Pride. Yeah, I know the date is Sorry, June 11th. That's oh, okay. D.C. Pride, mm-hmm. uh, but it'll be, of course, across the country again. And uh, here we go. I'm happy because I want a second chance to go out there, but I saw a status today from a, a gay guy who is concerned that now the march there's so many suddenly popping up because that one was successful mm-hmm. are they going to lose the power if we do a ton what's his opinion i don't i don't think so i think that um you know trump keeps saying that you know basically how i i've taken it is that you know this is he's given the power back to the people okay well the people are telling you what they want right. so Whichever people that you're listening to are obviously obviously not the 750,000 people um, who, like, are gathering and saying, this is what we want. So, just to be clear, the 750,000 is just L.A. L.A. What was the total? I mean, do we even know? I mean, it was 3.3 million in America. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. So basically, well, and that's America. America. Yeah, because yeah. they were everywhere. It was on every continent. I did a post um, because I didn't go. I asked people who, you know, who was marching and, you know, put to put any photos. I got photos from Columbia, South Carolina, which is my hometown, Charlotte, North Carolina, here in L.A. Um, I'm pretty sure someone posted from somewhere else. So there were all these different photos from all these different uh, marches that were happening. I so, love that. Yeah. Well, yeah. June 11th. March. Find out where your city's closest city's having it. Yeah. And join us, won't you? Um, I just want to say that I know the Women's March uh, website has steps on the next thing that you can do. Oh, cool. Great. Because they want to make sure that it's not remarched and we're done. Totally. There's a lot to do. Especially now that I feel like Trump's doing a ton of things at once so that we're kind of like what do we do next so we gotta stay focused Mm -hmm. yes and the indivisible movement has a lot of great action steps and they have a pdf you can download and they modeled a lot of their stuff after the tea party and how they were so Mm. like detrimental to obama's first term yeah and they said great well that worked we can use the same methods yeah and a lot of it is about targeting our own congressmen Mm -hmm. and women right great and what was that indivisible Great. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm so excited, even though there's so much to talk about, we're not talking about Trump today. We mentioned him a few times, but that was for the march. Uh-huh. It's all entertainment stuff today, Yay. guys, so I'm really happy about that. Uh, first of all, being one thing I'm very excited about, Ryan Murphy's newest project, mm-hmm. Feud. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you've likely heard about it if you are a homosexual, but it's it's <laughs> Susan Sarandon and uh, Jessica Lange mm-hmm. playing Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, respectively. I believe I said that in the right order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and those two had a huge feud, if you don't know, back in yeah. the 30s and 40s. Is that the era? I don't really know eras, mm-hmm. but I do think it was that. Um, I got nothing. Yeah, Entertainment Weekly, you don't know. Yeah. Either way, uh, Entertainment Weekly just did a cover story on the show, so we saw them as the first time. I think we have a picture if we do. Can we get that bad boy up? It is amazing. They look great. They, they look like they're people. Yes, they really do. But... First of all, it premieres on March 5th Mm -hmm. on FX. Mm -hmm. I'll be tuning in. But with all the excitement, there's been a lot of... the, sh- the library is open from the past, the old library, and they're saying these are the shady things that they said about each other. So I have a few of them here. Okay. Uh, Betty Davis said about Joan Crawford before that she slept with every male co-star at MGM except for Lassie, which <laughs> I'm, oh. at least she made that uh, <laughs> <laughs> distinction. Uh, also, wasn't Lassie Shade. played by a girl? So maybe that's the only reason why. <laughs> so in fact, it was every male co-star. Okay. Um, 
Betty Davis said that she wouldn't piss on Joan if Joan were up in flames. So even to save her life, wow. which, I mean, that seems harsh. Um, <laughs> th- my favorite one, and this is a kind of a famous quote from Betty Davis, we must always speak good of the dead. Joan's dead, good. That was after Joan Crawford died. Oh, wow. Now that is, is that even shade? So That's what like did, beyond that. <laughs> so did Joan say anything about her? Oh yeah, I was like, she, the only thing I have, I'm sure she did, <laughs> but Betty, when they did the movie together, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, uh-huh. Betty Davis was nominated for an Oscar, uh, and sorry, Joan Crawford apparently publicized against her like no no do not yes and what? we have a correction uh whatever uh whatever happened to baby jane came out in 1962 yeah so, oh, okay but, yes but that was their revival of their career right so, yeah so would it be but, 40s 50s well like the yes <laughs> well the, their rivalry started in like the 30s 40s okay. yeah and so when they signed on to do whatever happened to baby jane everyone was like but don't they hate each other? Oh my god, I, so, I would love to see something like that. Yeah. Now. Oh, so, there it is. Yeah. I mean, oh, I can't wait. Jessica wow. Lange looks. I mean. Yeah, but Betty. I mean, uh, Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon too. Now, here's yeah. another thing. A lot of people are mad at Susan Sarandon because of her uh, political stance during the election, mm-hmm. which I correct me if I'm wrong because I don't really remember. I don't think it was for Trump, but it was against Hillary. At okay. the, of course, a vote for Trump. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you you have to tune out Susan Sarandon mm-hmm. and look at her as this character, this person. Like I, I sometimes hate when people try to cross the two. Like, oh, I'm not going to support her, mm-hmm. her art, yeah. because of who she is or what she's saying or whatever. Like sometimes you just have to block that out and just look at but, art for what it how is. How could you yeah. not? I don't think there's a right answer, but with, like, the birth of a nation and everything that went down with that, um, like, because of Parker's past, the movie tanked, and we, like, shit on it for weeks, and it was the whole debate, the artist versus their art, and I I don't know personally how to separate it. I think it also depends on the thing, right? So, like, political views are, are one thing. Um, I, for example, will not listen to Chris Brown music because I don't want to support someone mm-hmm. who beats women. It's also, though, uh, as a sort of devil's advocate, um, like if Republicans felt this way, they would literally have no entertainment because that's fine, Hollywood, right? <laughs> I, and I understand, yeah. but I'm just but, saying, like they have to do it all the time. I'm, it makes me feel grateful that we very rarely have someone pop up. I didn't hear this happen at the time. I heard it after. So for me, I'm, I am able to separate mm-hmm. it, uh, even though we're in the situation we're now in, which makes it worse. Yeah. Um, I am able to, uh, the, going back to like the birth of a nation comparison, yeah. that are like rape charges that, yes, he was like not found guilty of, but the way he spoke about it was just kind of like nasty. And then there's a rape in the movie. So there's a, a horrible reminder of that. Yeah. Um, that to me is different than somebody voicing this political mm-hmm. difference sure, right. for us uh, since Random. So then, are are you not watching Manchester by the Sea? Um, I have no desire to see it. Oh. <laughs> so that's easy. Well, then there's that. Um, yeah. But I, I, I but, think, but, but, I think that, uh, you, so you're saying that Casey Affleck, there's a lot of accusations. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that continues to get accolades and, and things like that. So I do not want to see them. I, uh, I mean, I don't want to see it I either. did not want to see it to begin with. That has cemented in it that I would not see it because of that. And doubly so, it makes me uncomfortable that I c- cannot not see the race of these two people. Nate Parker got shit for the same exact thing. He's black mm-hmm. and Casey Affleck is white and we're not talking about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, f- for for me, I I mean, I didn't watch either one. 
Um, but I'm also I've always been the type of person where like I can separate the two Mm -hmm. there is a story that is being told and unfortunately if someone is a part of that story that you may or may not like or may not agree with um, that happens but at the same time there are so many other people who are a part of that project and so many other people who who have contributed to it and why should they have to suffer because of one person's mistake i think that's a great point and that's why i think there's not a right or wrong answer mm-hmm. right so i'm not advocating boycott this movie but yeah. i'm saying like i personally will not be saying that's kind of like a dog's purpose i was just gonna say <laughs> and, my, <I> went- <laughs> and that that one that one video uh-huh. of of um what happened with the dog and the water and yeah. everything like that and actually someone actually clarified uh-huh. yeah it's been what, explained what, what happened what happened but when it first got out, all you hear is like, oh, they're cruel um, to animals right. and that poor dog and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sometimes you have to wait for the full story sure. to mm-hmm. it before you start raising your hand and protesting and saying, don't go see this. Yeah. Like, you, I had a moment of be- feeling bad for the dogs in the, in the wrong way where I was like, if everyone boycotts the movie, these poor dogs, they work so hard. And then I was like, oh, that's weird. They learned all <laughs> but, those lines. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those things. Yeah. I felt like they're on the billboards, they're getting my heart, now no one's going to care. I felt but bad for I, them. I, I do feel mm. like, you know, um, I don't, I'm just going to call them the animal people because Peter? I, no, not them. Oh. But the, the <laughs> there are there are specific people who are on set to ensure the yeah. safety oh, yeah. of, yeah. of mm-hmm. animals. Yeah, the animal people. Yeah, yeah. See, and and <laughs> I feel like because I I've worked on sets where where they've been present and they do ensure that those animals are taken care of. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that if it if it were the case where they were just go dog go like they would have shut it down immediately yeah sure. I think it's also like it's a big Hollywood movie it's not like some indie flick where someone right. brought in their own right. dog right you know, I, I, I agree that I'm, I'm sure people were there. Um, Mr. Henry in the chat says, it also comes down with how you deal with your scandal. Nate Parker declined to do an interview with Oprah to defuse the situation. Probably not the right choice. He Probably declined not. to do one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you had a chance with Oprah, get in there. Absolutely. Unfortunately, oh, I'm, I'm black. I should know who Birth of a Nation was about. But anyway, that story was not. It was a slave <laughs> rebellion. <laughs> yes. Um, Unsuccessful one. Well, and it's all because of that anyway yeah um, I am doing a play right now in Hollywood A Normal Heart mm-hmm. famous gay play oh. uh, and I'm telling you that because one of my cast members is in this new duel that's not the name feud. of it right? feud, feud. Yeah. Oh, duel same. duel same. Uh, <laughs> feud yes. and he is 23 years old and he said he has a makeout scene with Susan Sarandon whoa so I'm so excited to see that that's, <laughs> so you will be tuning in for that he's 23 she's yeah but She's 95. Yeah. She, Susan Sarandon is not oh, 94. 94. Um, she was <laughs> incredible. She has not aged yeah. just, like I, a day. She's yeah. not in her 90s. No, she's not. But she's she's not. <laughs> she's older you. than she looks. But she may look like that when she's in. She's in her sex symbol. Oh uh, my God. She is also, the sexiest woman I've ever seen. Do yes. you remember what she wore? Was it to the Oscars that she wore that like pantsuit with the bra? And Pierce Morgan was like, you can't show off your boobies like that. No? Nobody remembers? I don't not remember. Okay. Unfortunately, it was a woman, so I forgot to check. Out. Well, of course, she's wearing pants. Yeah, I don't think, we do love our but divas, her, so I don't know. Do. Boobs looked great. Yeah, I was gonna say you noticed for a different yeah. reason. Anyway, anywho, well, speaking yeah. get mad or don't, but come in March fifth. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of divas, yes, we have one pop diva to uh, talk about. So Lifetime, as you all know, have done uh, wonderful. <laughs> are they are they biopics? Biopics. 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 Mm-hmm. 
tomato tomato biopsies <laughs> yeah it took me a long time um, about uh, various people and the one that's coming up is Britney Ever After um, so let's take a look at the trailer <laughs> that's that yes. what it's called let's take a look Shut. at the trailer and then we'll talk about uh, it I'm so excited I'm not gonna say I was fun because uh-huh. I wasn't everything's just kind of this blur you know until you hit the rock bottom I want to be strong for my fans. They're what keeps me going. Oh. All right, so Britney (laughs) Ever After uh, will premiere on Lifetime on February 18th. Britney is played by Natasha Bassett, who is an Australian actress. And I've never heard of her before. Yeah, no. They usually find nobodies for their lifetime movies. Yeah. Monsters. Well, but the the thing about this this movie is that it does cover the rise and fall of Britney. Um, there are some mixed feelings about it because a Lifetime is doing it, and we all know sometimes it's hit or miss with Lifetime. Sure. Um, it's very unauthorized. It's very uh, Britney is not backing this at all. Unlike uh, when they did uh, the biopic of Tony Braxton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Braxton was actually involved um, with that and sure. was actually even in the last scene. Uh, but I want to know from you guys, how do you guys feel after watching the trailer about this movie? I am a basic gay in that I'm in love with Britney. She will Duh. always be my number one of all the divas. So. I mean, she was my Beyonce before Beyonce. Absolutely. <laughs> she... she uh, through it all, and as you saw in that trailer, there were some rough patches. Yes. Um, which, by the way, the trailer was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, oh, what a train mm-hmm. wreck. It mm-hmm. looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Britney fan, I have to say, I'm not offended by this, and I will be tuning in. <laughs> I need to see it. I whether I've, I hope it is a train wreck. All the more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I lived it. I don't. You know, it's not like some, the Titanic where I need to revisit every every detail. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like staring <laughs> into the camera. Right, it's like you're talking to the yeah. people. Like, what what you is the Titanic metaphor? Where is that going? Um, why did I say it? Because, because Titanic was old. With this, like I ship, watched, like I know shit. I know all that. Oh. So like they're not going to wow me with anything that I forgot. But if it's a train wreck, I'll enjoy it all the more. Mm. Will you guys be tuning in? I like and respect her. I would not like throw myself in a traffic to protect her. Sure. Um, I don't have. She's not when I'm in my top three divas. Okay. So okay. So, so that's a different point of view. That's a. You will watch it if you, like you were if, on a like, date with someone and cuddling with. If popcorn. I'm trying to impress a guy and he says come over and watch <clears> it, I'll say like white, white or red. Um, <laughs> but like I'm not going to turn it on if, if I'm you're home. trying to impress a guy. The lifetime Britney biopic <laughs> is the way to go. No, the way to go. I'm dating like a diehard Britney, like, yeah. and he invites me over. I'm going to be like, yeah, I'd love to experience that with you. <laughs> Like what you asked. like, I like. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> because I've read the rules. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm, if I'm home alone, I'm not watching it. Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Um, I'm going to watch it. I'm a Britney fan. I yeah. get, my besties in high school like were crazy Britney fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I, uh, I feel like it's going to be... Uh, like a lot of their unauthorized where like it always ends positive and it's about like how yeah. she had this mishap and now is better I, I have a feeling stronger gonna, yeah yeah right um, I feel like we're going to probably like just knowing uh, Lifetime they're going to want to focus a lot on the, the the rise the the fall and then like jump ahead to yeah at she's last on, commercial she's on tour she's in Vegas, in Vegas. You which know what I mean? might I say for the haters 
she looks better than ever. She seems genuinely happy as opposed to on pills happy. Yeah. I'm happy for her. However, the movie ends, life so far has took a nice turn. I'm yes. just concerned about um, their portrayal. Like, she, she did have a breakdown, and that was yeah. a very serious thing. And I hope that it's discussed... It's lifetime. What am I asking for? I mean, for? she's, I want them to discuss she's her modern story. medicine's greatest accomplishment. <laughs> like, the fact that she's still kicking. Yeah. Honestly, truly, really, we lose a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Or or even if they don't die, their career's over. Like, she's making so much money still at the top of her game. Uh, at the top of, compared to other people, mm-hmm. top of her game. It, that is amazing. But, but she was on, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Now, she was on top of the world at 15 and 16. Right. Mm-hmm. Those crucial years, like, yes. it's going to F anybody up. Correct. Yeah. But did. I also feel like even before she was introduced as pop diva, she had been in the spotlight since she was 11 years old mm-hmm. on the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. So from 11 up until she's now 35, she has l- been in the spotlight. So... I feel like that does take a toll on you. Sure. We've, we've definitely seen it. I, I think that this is a great chance for us to kind of get some perspective mm-hmm. as to, like, what she was going through, through the highs and the lows. I'm kind of sad that she wasn't a part of it because, okay, honey, like, for real, you're, <laughs> you're Brittany, like, let's think business. I would have said, you want to do that on me? Fine. Executive producer. Right. And... I have final say. Final say. Money coming in. I want to make sure that my story is told correctly. Unless she has some other plans. Yeah. But if it's... Fine. Think of it, if it's garbage, she gets to say, yeah, I know. But if her name is attached to it and it's garbage, mm. then it pulls her down. Yeah, that's a really good point. Well, n- not not if you're not if you're a part of it. Mm. Not not if you you if she made this if she's happy with the final product. Exactly. Even it. Yeah. So I think when you attach yourself to uh, to your life story, mm-hmm. you can make sure that it goes well and it doesn't end up being like Fantasia Barino's she may think, oh, biopic where she played herself. You and know she was I a mess. watched that baby in North Carolina. <laughs> Shout it out. <laughs> I was like, how do you mess up playing yourself? <laughs> Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't do that. Whoa, I have to... Oh, my God. Everyone, shut up and listen to me. Okay? I saw her in the color purple when she came to High Point for the fans. Oh, she was amazing. Well, she has this amazing voice, right? Mm -hmm. But Seely in the show ages from 15 to, like, 99. And I have to tell you... Why do you like giving people these high ages? Girl, it's drama. (laughs) I'm adding stakes. Okay, so we know that she's a great singer. But I was blown the F away by her acting. She gave me the performance of my life. <laughs> yes, but she did not give you the performance of her life in her life. Mm. All right, all right. No. Now listen, that was about no. 10 or 11 years ago. <laughs> yes, but still. But I, Speaking I of 10 or 11 years ago. Yes. Uh, as we do great. in Hollywood these that days. That was really nicely done. Um, I don't know if you've all heard, but Queer Eye for the Straight Guy is coming back, and it's coming back on Netflix, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. Netflix, The Graveyard. Or is it a graveyard, or would it be where do the it's, graveyard where they resurrect yeah. things? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so like the like the, like the TV cemetery, zombie, the TV uh, cemetery, and I see you. <laughs> not the pet cemetery, but the TV cemetery. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I, I believe none of the original cast members no. are participating. They're not. They're no. not. I haven't clicked on the link one time. I was like, oh, good, we'll see They're those guys not. again. Yeah. And I've never read the story, so, so I'm shocked. For anyone who uh, I guess is. A baby gay doesn't know. From 2003 to 2007, uh, five gay men worked together to enlighten... Fabulous gay men. I'm just reading what it says here. <laughs> um, to enlighten heterosexual slobs in the way of fashion, food, etc. Um, 
What? Yeah. Did you say heterosexual slobs? Yeah, that's what it says. Um, it's going to be rebooted <laughs> on Netflix, and they had a hundred episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it had a hundred episodes. Anyway, so the Fab Five, they're going to have a new Fab Five. Mm-hmm. I personally, like, I was offended when that show came out. Uh-huh. I, I think it's dumb that we're bringing it back, especially with all, you know, we talked about how Will and Grace was coming back and how, um, how different things are now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we need to bring back the word metrosexual. Oh no, that's a part of it. I agree. Uh, no, with that. but but that's 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 what they're kind of going what, for. What made it a, a universal term? Yeah, but I think what it I think what it was because I, I I did watch the show. It was kind of like. You know how, you know, gay men always have their good girlfriend mm-hmm. and they go shopping together mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, do you think these shoes match this outfit? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like they were being that for straight men mm-hmm. because unfortunately not all straight men um, have the key of fashion sense. Yeah, but uh, not needed. all gay well, men have. That's for sure. True. But, but though that cast of people mm-hmm. at the time. Right were great in their field. Right. Um, I think they'll have to do some updating mm-hmm. to it. Well, yes. To, I, for the times. and I think it, it, I I think maybe instead of just targeting straight men, I think it just should be people who need a little fairy dust to come in. Yeah, I feel like Queer Eye for the... Queer eye for the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes, you know, there were, <laughs> there were, there were some, some, some men, uh-huh. gay or straight, <laughs> sure. sometimes needs someone oh, to come God. in and say, "Oh, honey, oh, let's fix that for you." Believe me, when I moved no. to LA, I had clearly not many me. guys in my closet being like, "This will never do," and yeah. I, I'm still. It's been ten years, and I'm slowly yeah. being, being able to manage myself. That's really traumatic for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is great. I mean, my shirt would have been two or three sizes too big right now if that hadn't happened so well, it was a blessing my, I, I had a friend do that to me I used to always wear bigger shirts mm-hmm. because I was a taller guy mm-hmm. and you know bigger sizes you know my sleeves will actually come down to you know mm-hmm. my uh, there and uh, wrist wrist sometimes that's what it is yeah. and um, for the audio listeners <laughs> yeah. and um, my friend was like you should wear a smaller size. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, I can never do that. And then I went into a medium and I was like, she fits. Uh, she has body. Yeah. I think that's like a very common Los Angeles Cinderella story because I also moved here and my friends were like, why do you wear such big clothes? Oh, I wasn't in Los Angeles when this <laughs> oh, happened. Oh, really? No, oh, yeah. I was well, still. I was. Still. I was. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I wear medium. They're like, you're mm-hmm. you're skinny. And I was, for the listeners, I'm tiny as F. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was like, oh, really? Super. And I went and like tried on a small and I was like, wait, this fits. Yeah. 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 I, was yeah. Sh- I was like, I'm on a small and then it took... I- Thank you. So there you go. Queer Eye for the People. It's official. Yeah. Queer Eye for the Queer Guys. Yeah. What I do hope is that they don't eliminate the original cast at, and that they are able to make maybe some sort of appearances somehow. Yeah, because truly no shade intended, but what else are they doing? Like Carson is, is I think, producing it. Right. Anyways. Carson's producing it? I, I His name popped up. I thought he was in it. Uh, I, now I have to go back and find I'll, out. I'm not sh- I don't think but, so. Don't but think but Carson just did, uh, or is currently doing Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. Um, oh, he's he's doing things. Yes. Yeah. Jay, for sure. Jay Rodriguez. But does anyone remember the others? Well, well right. Jay Rodriguez, uh, he has a lot of, he does a lot of things here locally, but he also has a lot of guest starring roles on um, various TV shows. Um, I don't see anything that says that anyone's right. producing it. It's all new. When does this come out? Uh, 
Not for a while. Okay, so they we have to. Yeah. I mean, I think they just announced. Yeah. We are going to run out of time, so we have to talk about Jeff's show. Yes. LGBTQ and A. First of all, one of the best names of all time. Thank you. But can you yes. tell us a bit about it? And uh, your most recent guest. Yeah. Um, it's just a interview podcast show to get to know different members of the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, all races, all genders, all sexualities. Um, and it's just uh, there was not a collection of our stories mm-hmm. um, on the internet anywhere. And I was tired. Yeah, so this week I had Trixie Mattel on from Drag Race. Uh, He was amazing. And um, I saw the picture of you guys, and he was in his little cowboy outfit. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> secretly Southern, I feel. Or like country music wanted to be. Yeah. He's from like Minnesota, isn't he? He's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. He close. grew up in a trailer, like <laughs> off the reservation. He's half Native American. Um, and just like grew up as like a folk person. And seeing his life now, it's kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was lovely, really smart. I loved hearing him talk about uh, just like drag as a social critique. Yeah. He says that if drag queens are an exaggeration of women, Women, then he's an exaggeration of drag queens. I love that. That's very smart guy. Very true, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Appearance-wise. Yeah. I love it. That's cool. Who were some of your favorite people? Um, I went to Perez Hilton's house to interview him. Oh, so cool. that was kind of awesome. That is cool. Uh, was that, did he request that? Um, the, he couldn't come to studio just for scheduling purposes. It was just too busy. And yeah, his assistant was like, do you want to come here? And I was like, yeah, but like, why are you inviting me? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> cool. That's um, great. Yeah, uh, some of my favorites are like um, Shane Ortega was the first openly trans person to serve in the military. Wow. And hearing his story, he helped to get Don't Ask, Don't Tell repealed. He helped get the ban on trans servicemen and women repealed. Um, it was amazing. And in conversation, I knew he did that, but in conversation, it came out that he, um, he's talked about this before, his mom is a lesbian and was also in the service as well, and he saw growing up how hard it was um, that she couldn't bring her girlfriends to, like, these balls and whatnot, and he was like, I bet I could join the military and get this changed. Wow. amazing. Yeah, he joined it specifically for that purpose. Uh Amazing. That's amazing. I love it. I think it's very just the reason that you said you started it to have those stories not just preserved but told. Mm-hmm. People that aren't like someone like Trixie Mattel, maybe they're going to, you know, the kids are going to try and find out more about, but other people who do need to have their stories told. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. And some people are doing this, definitely, but like they're very niche audience yeah. of like lesbians only or right. trans coming out stories. And I just kind of want to get beyond coming out stories. Yeah. Usually the least interesting part of us. Yeah. And um, I, yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah. For some really cool guests too, like Laura Jane Grace is this rock star in the band Against Me. Yes. Uh, she came out on the cover of the Rolling Stone magazine. Um, Peter Page from Queer as Folk. Mm-hmm. Some really cool people. That's awesome. Cool. Who's what? on your wish list of people mm-hmm. you would like to have in? You know, I'm obsessed with Kate Bornstein. Mm-hmm. She is kind of like the grandma of gender studies. Mm-hmm. She transitioned um, quite a few years ago. Uh, and she was like, you know what? I feel more comfortable in this body, but I'm not quite a female and I'm not a man. I'm kind of both and neither. And she kind of popularize the um, the notion of the gender spectrum mm. and the fact that they uh, that it's not binary mm-hmm. so she's amazing mm-hmm. and um, there's an oh just like Matt Bomer yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> naturally when does it come out when can people catch it um, we do well, it every you... Tuesday week cool 
Every Tuesday week. Every Tuesday week. Wow. Cool, guys. And it's right here on After Buzz. Tuesdays and Thursdays are gay days. Extra gay days. on After Buzz. So that's called LGBTQ and A. It's a mouthful. No, it's really amazing. It's so brilliant. I've known it for months now, and I'm still obsessed with the title. So love that. Sorry that we're running out of time. I'm livid. We'll dig deeper, deeper next time if you'll join us. But last, we must go. Two of us have to go to San Francisco, the gayest place on earth. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Adam Salandra. You can find me on social at Adam Salandra. And of course, you can guys can find me on all social media platforms at Landry Tony or my website, LandryWithTony.com. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. It's free on iTunes and Stitcher. Sometimes it is filthy and sometimes it is Sometimes not. it's filthy? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's not. And I'm everywhere at Jeff Masters one Thank you for having me, y'all. Thanks, Thanks for, for being coming. here. Yeah. That sounded so pretty. Thanks for having me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 